Hi folks, Jeff Steffen with the Jeff Steffen Show. Hey, today's August 5th. I'm working late tonight at 6.52 p.m. And if you live in Arizona, our governor, Doug Ducey, is now your doctor because there is a life-saving medicine that can actually prevent you from getting COVID-19. It is hydroxychloroquine. But guess what? In early March, he banned it. If you are... If you want to meet with your doctor and get a prophylactic dose of hydroxychloroquine, guess what? You can't. You are out of luck. You can just get COVID and die. Uh, that is what our governor, Doug Ducey, in Arizona is doing to us. We are in a very bad state. The state of Arizona, Governor Doug Ducey, is now telling you you can just die. Uh, there are millions of doses of hydroxychloroquine in government stockpiles that can easily get to our pharmacies. Uh, I have phoned Doug's office three times on this. I've called the senators. I spoke with a congressman today, and it's falling on deaf ears. If you are above 60 years old, please go to your doctor and get a prophylactic dose of hydroxychloroquine. It's simply two to 400 milligrams uh, twice a week, and it can prevent you from getting the infection. But why would you trust Jeff Steffen? I mean, my background is banking, business. I don't have an MD behind my name. Why would you trust me? Well, don't, but the facts speak for themselves. Dr. Stella Emanuel has treated over 350 positive patients, she tests negative for COVID and she's tested negative for the antibodies to COVID. Same with all of her staff. Does it get better? Yes, Dr. George Fareed. His clinic has treated a thousand positive patients. He himself has treated 450 positive patients. Not one has died. However, look at his letter here. He wrote a great letter to uh, Donald Trump uh, Dr. George Fareed, he's graduated from Harvard. He's practiced medicine for 50 years. He's also a professor at UCLA, I believe. Yep, UCLA School of Medicine. He is a true patriot. Anyways, in his letter, he says, moreover, I am in my 70s and I, as well as some other physicians in the hospital, use hydroxychloroquine and zinc as prophylaxis. None of us have contracted the disease despite our high exposure to COVID patients, nor have we experienced any side effects. Um, let me pull up a letter here. The Association of American Physicians and Surgeons in April, on April 27th, uh, Dr. Rob and Dr. Jane Orient wrote a beautiful letter to Doug Ducey um, stating, this concerns your executive order forbidding prophylactic use of chloroquine or hydroxychloroquine unless peer-reviewed evidence becomes available, attached and posted here is a summary of peer-reviewed evidence 
indexed in PubMed concerning the use of chloroquine and H hydroxychloroquine against coronavirus. We believe that there is clear and convincing evidence of benefit both pre-exposure and post-exposure. And it goes on and on. I'll, I'll, po I'll post the link on my Facebook page. Um, I called four doctors last week. None of them would prescribe me hydroxychloroquine as a prophylactic. Uh, however, at that time, I didn't know there was a ban. I call up Doug Ducey's office and they uh, sent me to the page and said, oh yeah, we banned it. Um, I have since called back in, giving them supporting information that shows how it is safe. So I'm going to uh, play a video here. And this is a doctor in India talking about how safe hydroxychloroquine is as a prophylactic. India manufactures 70% of all the hydroxychloroquine in the world. like to clearly say that this COVID is an evolving field. And I, again, I just want to reiterate, you now have to fight for your rights as a patient. The government is now interfering with the independency of you and your doctors working out your own treatment plans. This is not good. We have to fight for our freedoms when it comes to medical tyranny. We do not know which drug is working, which drug is not working. That is, it's a lot of drugs are being repurposed for the use of COVID, whether it be for prophylaxis or for the treatment of COVID. Now we all know that chloroquine is a very old anti-malarial drug for several, I mean, it's been in use for nearly a hundred years. And, and uh, the hydroxychloroquine is even safer. And if I do not know, I belong to the generation when uh, we had inland letter, inland letter cards to hote the, jisme chitti likhte the, usme gole bane rehte the, malaria ki goli, char pehle din, fir do dusre din, do tisre din, wo bana rehta tha. So it was, it it was widely used drug for malaria, and it still is a widely used drug for for malaria. So now, the biological plausibility was supporting that it is possibly an antiviral drug. Once we got the biological plausibility and we also felt that uh, we had conducted some in vitro studies in, uh, in labs in the test tube and there was data supporting that also. So in vitro studies were conducted in the past and published in several papers in Nature and other magazines that you know of, which showed that it has antiviral activity. We did a similar study in vitro that is in the test tube and found that it is an antiviral drug. It has antiviral properties. Now, the it was very popular drug suddenly when the American government also started using it and they got fast track approval or emergency use authorization for, we had thought that it may be a useful drug for prophylaxis, uh, for prevention of uh, of COVID and taking the biological plausibility one, taking the in vitro data and taking the, the availability and the safety of this drug, we had recommended it for uh, as 
empiric use under strict medical supervision about a month and a half back. And then we also said that some studies should be started and to look at where is hydroxychloroquine uh, performed. During these six weeks or five and a half or four, four and a half, five, six weeks, we got some data in India and they were mainly observational studies. And by the way, sorry, the audio sucks. It's his microphone, not mine. Some of them were case control studies, which, uh, uh, and some of us were observational studies in different cohorts, which were done at uh, Ames, was done at uh, ICMR, the case control study, and also uh, at, in, in three public hospitals within Delhi. And now it was very difficult to do a randomized trial of something which we say may benefit. So randomized trial was not possible. So we looked at the data from these observational studies as well as from the case control studies. And what we found that we found that it may be working. So therefore, and we also found that there were no major side effects except nausea and that was from the indian pharmacopoeia commission results of no major side effects except nausea we're going to hit that harder all the people that were being monitored for hydroxychloroquine and therefore we found that much of them were complaining of nausea or vomiting and and some palpitations occasionally so we have we do advisory clearly for prophylaxis it should be continued because there is no harm, benefit may be there. One point. The second point. There was no harm. The nausea was the people that took the hydroxychloroquine, they didn't take it with food. And that'll cause an upset stomach like many medicines. What was important was that we found that uh, the side effects and we clearly advised that it should be taken with food. So nausea, vomiting, so it has to be taken with food. That is one very important thing. The third point which we emphasized in this advisory was very clear that we need to do, we need to do one ECG during the treatment of this uh, prophylaxis. So we expanded the recommendation from healthcare workers to frontline workers who can use this drug two tablets on day one, and then one tablet after seven days, every seven days, one, one I mean, 400 milligram, which is two tablets, uh, every seven days for eight weeks. And we can also continue beyond it once we have one ECG available that it is safe. So this was the advisory which we have uh, given. Based on looking at the risk benefit, we found that possibly uh, it is more, uh, uh, that we should not deny our frontline workers and healthcare workers who are 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 are, uh, are, are going to be uh, dealing with the patients of COVID and and can get some treatment. At the same time, we also said that that uh, the the use of PPE should be continued. Personal protective. Usme hamlogko bilkul bhi rahat So still continue the use of medical protection equipment. I understand that. Yeah, that has to be continued. And the study which will be recently will be published very soon will also talk about how many were taking PPEs, how many were, uh, what were the side effects, how many were beneficial, and, and, and that is how we'll, we'll talk about that.
Okay, so, and you can find much more information, but uh, India is doing great with COVID. Same thing with Turkey nearby. Their death rates are lower than the United States. Um, has Dr. Fauci or Dr. Deborah Burks, have they told you that a preventative dose of hydroxychloroquine could save your life? No, they didn't because they really don't care about you. They're in their whole big government, state, you know, scheme. I don't know what they're up to. Uh, they're great in front of a camera, but they could give two craps if you or I die or not. I mean, that's just the truth. Did your doctor call you up or send you an email and say, hey, come on in. Uh, you're 60 or over, let's get you a prophylactic dose of hydroxychloroquine. It could save your life. My doctor didn't, and I have two. They don't care about me. And that might be a little bit brash. I mean, uh, obviously there's bioethics when it comes to a, a patient doctor privilege, but we're in a pandemic. Where's the sense of urgency to get this resolved quickly, efficiently, let's have common sense. It's all politicized, folks. You have to be responsible for your life, your family, your loved ones, and hydroxychloroquine is 20 bucks or less. It works as a prophylactic. We have many doctors that attest to this. Now it is time for you to step up to the government and, and go to your doctor and say, I want this as a prophylactic. It could save your life. Uh, please do it. Uh, Governor Doug Ducey, evidently you'd rather people die in Arizona because of what you've done with your bans. I understand the ban for two to four weeks to make sure there's not a run on the pharmacies so lupus and other arthritis patients that take this daily that have taken it for decades, uh, we, don't, we want them to continue to have that supply of medicine. However, there are ample stockpiles of this medicine and it can really get Arizonans and, and citizens all across the world, it can prevent them from getting this disease altogether. It is very safe and we need to get it out to the people. I suggest anyone ages 55 and up, at a minimum 55 and up, please contact your doctor, ask him for this medicine. You'll just take two doses for two to four months and it can prevent you from ever even getting this disease. I know it sounds crazy, but that is the truth. And that's all that I'm after. Uh, God's just put this message on my heart to share it with you and it is the truth. However, uh, why is this information not being broadcasted from your government officials, the health care professionals? Uh, I can only speculate, but my, speculate, my speculative uh, side of me would say it's because of money. Uh, they will make more money if they give you the $3,100 redemisphere uh, dose that is actually less effective. How does that make sense? I know that's being used in Arizona for a fact. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, continue the good fight. May God bless you, your family, and 
America. Jeff Steffen signing out with the Jeff Steffen Show. Doug Ducey, get rid of the ban. It's a joke, and you know it. This drug is extremely safe. Everyone knows it.